0: Hi, this is Dan Hawkins from The Darkness. You're listening to Maximum Threshold.
1: Hi, this is Ed from The Darkness, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold.
2: funny thing at supposed
0: to crazy thing at the
2: end. Let's bloody well rock!
1: <laughs> this is Frankie Pilato from Madonna's, and right, this now is now some no crazy back. shit going on in this radio right, station.
3: We'll Initiated. What we've got
4: here is
1: maximum voltage, maximum power, maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at 440 Maximum Threshold. And here's your
5: hosts. Dumb. He's, unfable, he works. Yeah. He's actually quite smart. He just
0: makes errors of judgment along the way. Fantastic work. <laughs>
6: What's going on out there, everybody? <laughs> That's how you start off a show, man. I ain't playing no sissy shit tonight. Well, yeah, well, oh, yeah, well. Oh my fooling! <laughs> if you heard the pre-show, you heard all this. I had a big old kiss thing going on, and we played some kids of Whitney High and some other cool stuff as well. And I played some of my old band shit that I did in the '90s, late '90s, when I was in the band Stymied. Yeah, we had a nice little run here in uh greater Cleveland area. Oh, who is this? Is this the birthday boy? Hello, is this the birthday boy? Dominici! What up, brother? What's going on, man? I think we just lost our last three listeners. <laughs> oh, what's the haps? What's shaking, birthday boy?
0: Dude, what's going on, bro? Fucking... What's the deal? when Back in 90, did you have the New Balance and the black t-shirt, kid, wristbands?
6: Yes, I did. I always had the wristbands. You got to wear, man. If you're a rocker, man, you need to have that stuff. It's part of the gear, <laughs> did man. You, did you dye your hair then, too? Uh, No, because it was, it was the 90s, so I was younger. I didn't start getting gray until the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> what is it now? It's it's like in between. It's I still got dark hair. It's not gray yet. I mean, I got a lot of um, the salt peppa going on up there, working up a sweat, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> Dominici, bro, you're killing me. What's up with the, the Marsha app, dude? You like
6: that, man. Because it didn't come with the two L's. I don't know. That's just the way it was.
0: Oh, no shit. Dude, what about with you got like a candle and a ping pong ball going?
6: That's not a ping pong. That's a, that's a light bulb. Yeah, that's a light bulb. Yeah. What
0: the fuck you got in that place,
6: dude? I got this is my man cave. I got everything in it. All my stuff is here. <laughs> yep.
0: Do they, you got secondhand smoke down there too? No,
6: I got this is sealed off, man. It's sealed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got my I got I got my letters from George Bush on the wall when I was invited to the presidential inauguration. I got them on my wall. I got a, I got a bunch of stuff here, all kind of stuff.
0: No shit. Did you go? No,
6: I was. I was broke, <laughs> you man. haven't
0: left Cleveland mm, in about broke, forty man.
6: years. No, nah, I've been. All, I've been. I've been around the world, and I. 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 I,
0: I understand that, but mm. you haven't left Cleveland in a fucking long time. Yeah, it,
6: it has been a while. I get to go on my little what the fuck's your there. problem? I nah, just, just don't. Don't go anywhere. you got so much <laughs> stuff going on over here. Yeah.
0: Like what? Life. Nothing? Yeah, life,
6: man. Life and kids, you know. You know how that is.
0: That don't mean you can't go anywhere. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, your life is over, dude. You're killing it. You know th- hey, I was... where are you gonna be next week for next week's show? What uh, town are you gonna be in?
6: Tuscaloosa. You know where Tuscaloosa's at? <laughs> I think it's in Maryland or oh, something. I think it's Maryland or, or New Jersey or something. You're talking about Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Look at that up, man. I don't know where that's at. We're supposed to be in Tuscaloosa.
0: <laughs> Yo, what's the deal with Morning Wagon? What's, you got a show coming
5: up?
6: I I want to say yeah, but I can't I can't say anything yet because I don't have the details of it yet.
0: Uh-oh. Is, is Wild McBrown involved by any chance? No,
6: he's not. Not in this one.
0: Is his golf cart? Involved by any chance? I
6: hope so. That'd be nice. <laughs>
0: Holy shit, you're killing me, dude. <laughs> I man, fucking chime in and say what's up. Okay, okay. And I was, went to see if there's any morning wagon shows or yeah. rehearsals, anything. Yeah, we get Something? rehearsals
6: every week, man, every week. Very soon we take time off. Have you
0: rehearsed off. with a singer? Have you got your fucking hits for a singer and a bass I, bar?
6: I can't, I can't talk about that. It's on the DL till it's official. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: We got some movement coming, mm, huh?
6: I can't say nothing. Bowel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy shit. All right, send out a fucking tune out to Jeff Kiss.
6: Okay, I'll do that right drunk now. drunk
0: internet fucking buying habit. <laughs> and 55 with his uh, baseball score announcing.
6: Oh, here you go, man. This goes out to him. All of them.
0: All right. Yeah. Dominici. Have a good one, kid. Me too.
1: Nothing's ever gonna keep you me down. For the best, alright. Let's keep you down are the best around Nothing's gonna
6: Yeah. that's right because you're the best around it goes out to you guys listening right now and i got some going i got a song here going out to mr michael strong strong and um yeah this is like a theme song for him and i think that this is something he should incorporate it as well so here you go, man. This goes out to him, and you guys can listen along. And he'll probably be singing along with it in a little bit as well. You know you want to you feel that.
5: I want to be
0: These, these, are the things that make you succeed Always be good to your family and friends
1: They're the only ones that'll be there in the end I
5: want to be a
6: Sing it. Maniac. I wanna be a hawker maniac. Um, Hulk Hogan doing lead vocals. Backing vocals was Triple H, John Cena, uh, Randy Orton. Oh, damn, we'll cut right into it. I didn't. think Barack Obama was in that room.
1: American. Fight for the of
6: every man. Okay, that's enough of that. Hey, so there you go, man. We, I just turned you guys on to some Hawkamaniac stuff. So I'm sure you guys got that stuck in your head. Because I want to be a Hawkamaniac. Yeah, let that get stuck in your head. Just like the song before that with Joe being Esposito with You're the Best. Around... Yeah, uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we got a big show for you lined up for the rest of the evening. This is episode 5-something, 12 I think it is. So I got, I'm jumping back in this music here. I'm going to come back. We're 17 minutes into the program as well. We got a cool a couple cool interviews tonight. We got um Mark Gus. Scott's going to be on. You know, the drummer from Trickster. He's got some stuff going on. So we're going to talk to him in a little while. We got, um, um man, we got this band here, man, of Mayhem. I hope I grabbed grab the right one. So I'm going to play, da, 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 da. I'm going to play something for you off their, their release. This is the, they're come, They're calling in here in a little while. So I'm going to play some of their music and turn you guys on to them. So here you go, man. Check this out. Don't go anywhere. You guys rock, man, with a capital G. Okay. Ah, uh, let's see. What we got going on here in the music news? Eh, I wasn't going to dig around for a lot of stuff. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to scroll through and see what the latest stuff that I've received, because I want. I don't want fake news, right? So here we go. Let's see. I'm scrolling. I'm looking for something interesting. I'm looking, I'm looking. Who's this? Um, Broadside announced tour. Who's that? Uh, Since the release of Summer Smash hit Paradise, Broadside has lit up audiences with their irresistible anthems. Today, the pop punk artisans announced their first headlining tour behind their album, bringing Carousel Kings for the win. And we were sharks. Long blah, 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 blah. Check them out if you're interested. Let's see. Mm. Oh, here we go. Life of Agony's Alan Robert draws up a monster mashup you won't soon forget. Let's see. Am I able to get hold of it? Oh, it's a picture. Oh, he does the coloring books stuff. He's, he's pretty damn good at it, too. Let's see. um, Oh man, I got him here. I could download him. Hmm. He's got a book trailer. Let's see what is what's this book trailer about? Let's check it out. It's cool, guy. Man, if you get if you get a hold of him on Twitter or something, he'll respond back to you. Let's see. Um, the beauty of horror to Giuliana's Creepatorium. Oh, is that, is, there's no audio to this. Let's see. Looks like it's just pictures. Oh, let me start over. What happened? Let's see. Snap. The video can't be played in your current setup. Okay, well, I thinking I ain't going to be able to play it. I'm still looking for something. There isn't much going on. LA Guns' new album, The Missing Piece, is out today um, via Frontier Music. The first studio album in 15 years to feature Tracy Guns and Phil Lewis. Let's see. Hey, listen to it. It's not bad, man. It's pretty good. Let's see. Um, I'm looking. As the rival, revival of the classic 80s hard rock and the heavy metal scene continues un- unabated here in the 21st century, one region has been atop of the wish list of many a fan for a long time. The songwriting combinations of Tracy Guns and Philip Lewis, the governor under the L.A. Guns banner, what once seemed like a distant memory with no hope of returning has now come around, and fans are about to be rewarded for keeping their fingers crossed and their hopes up. It's right, go to lagunsmusic.com where you can get them at lafknguns on Facebook or Twitter. It's laguns, all one, one, one word, so it's laguns, laguns, or Tracy Guns. On Facebook is the same as on Twitter. Check them out, man. Uh, let's see. Speaking of that, um, let me play some off the new one for you. Hope you guys check. You guys like this? Here's the new LA Guns. This here is called Christine. It's the official song. Here you go, man. We'll be right back after this. Here on Max Threshold. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Horns up, Fiston Beavis.
1: Sitting here on the edge of my head Whiskey sweating in my hand See the tie stains on my finger As I take another track And I wonder where you are tonight I'm coming home Sun's coming up and I'm still drinking
6: Threshold, you're on the air.
3: Hi, it's Madam Mayhem. How are you?
6: Great, man. How are you doing? Good, thank you. What's going on?
3: We are actually about to go on stage in about a half hour. Oh, uh, nice. We are on tour right now in the U.S. and uh, finishing up some tour dates here before we head over to Europe.
6: Nice. Where are you playing at tonight?
3: Tonight we're at Johnny and June's in North Carolina.
6: How's the weather over there?
3: It's actually pretty
6: nice, not too bad. How about you? Nice. I'm over up here by Cleveland area. Oh, gotcha. It actually was in the 80s out here, so it's pretty shocking for you know mid October for the weather to be up like this.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: I'm enjoying it. Needs to say
1: very good. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so what else is going on other than the tour?
3: Yeah, so we're finishing up this tour, then we're heading out to the UK and Europe on tour with Fozzie and Hardcore Superstar um, at the end of October, and we have a brand new album that will be released on this coming Friday, October 20th. It's called Ready For Me, and I'm really proud of it, and I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. And pre-orders can actually happen right now on iTunes, or if you go to madammayhem.com, you can pick up a copy.
6: Nice. Yeah, we're definitely going to, you know, push that as much as we can on our website and throughout all our stations and networks and our syndicates as well. So everything we could do to help you, you know, get that out there, we're going to do that. Oh,
3: cool. Thank you so much.
6: What are some of the websites that we could put out there? Uh, I just wanted to capture it now before, if we lose you or something, at least we can get this get this in the interview with you.
3: Yeah, um, it's madammayhem.com. It's madam with an E at the end. Then uh, definitely facebook it's madam mayhem twitter mayhem official on youtube you should go and subscribe to madam mayhem official on youtube that's our official youtube page and we just released last week a new video for the first single off of this upcoming album uh the single is called all around the world so everyone should take a look check it out and if they like it make sure you request it on your radios <laughs>
6: i gotcha uh, so i just it. somebody just texted me they want to know because um, they're listening live right now they want to know if you've eaten at a waffle house there in north carolina
3: i have not been at the waffle house here
6: <laughs> well there you, <laughs> there you go jeff yeah they,
3: should i be eating there <laughs> you,
6: any state it's all the same wherever you go it leaves a lasting right. lasting remnants in you and pushes out
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so how, how'd you <laughs> got it how, how'd you get
6: on the tour with fozzy
3: um, well, we actually share a guitarist, so that helps too. Um, and you know, uh, we we know some of those guys, and it, it ended up working out. And we're really happy and lucky that we were able to, you know, make it work. And we're going to be doing, you know, UK and European dates with them, and we'll be traveling with them actually as well. Oh, nice. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's like uh, one big happy family, and uh, I've heard those guys are awesome the ones i haven't met and then uh i know, I know their i've seen their shows their shows are really yeah. high energy which just matches ours perfectly because we're super high energy so oh, it's yeah. gonna be great
6: so is billy with you guys too
3: uh billy will be in europe yes okay, right great. now he's uh, with fozzy doing the, yeah. the the fozzy tour in the u.s right now
6: mm-hmm. oh you, you get to see the, the duke of metal at his best Yeah, he's really oh, yeah. Yeah, rich ward I mean, you really could see him just throwing it out there You'll be seeing yeah, it's them more gonna often. Be,
3: it's, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited to be able to, you know, play with them and then oh, be yeah. able to, you know, since we'll obviously be opening up, we'll be able to watch their show every night too.
6: Nice. They're good. They're good people too. All around every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. And even, even the, even Polly, the bass player, man, he came from, he played in Billy Joel's band. So he got some, you got some good yeah. credibility with them in there too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a really exciting, uh, tour. And, um, me and my guys are really excited to, you know, join them overseas. And uh, as we wrap up these last two show dates on this tour and then we have a week off, uh, mm-hmm. album comes out during that week, which is October 20th. And we head out, so it, it's going to be great.
6: What's the name of the record?
3: The record is called Ready For Me.
6: Okay. And what's yeah. what's the meaning behind and, it?
3: Well, it's really, the, the whole album together is um, very related. I wrote it about things that I was going through at the time, my frustrations, uh you know, things that happened to me, experiences, relationship troubles, you name it. But in terms of Ready For Me, it's really about, uh, we also have a song on, on the album that's called Ready For Me as well. And it's really about people always claiming that they want change, they want something different, you know, new. And then when someone comes along or something comes along that is like that, you know, then they're not ready for it. And yeah. there have been times, especially when you're, when you're trying to break through in the industry, you know, you get those frustrations where they're like, Oh, you know, some people are like, Oh, you're not like this or you're too much like that. And you're like, you're just not ready for whatever we have to offer. So it was kind of one of those things, but it's also more about just being able to be yourself. I'm really big on that message. I, I know I wrote a lot about that on my last album as well. and This album too, you know, don't be afraid to be who you are. Everyone else will just have to handle it.
6: Yeah. It's a, uh... Uh, for people who aren't familiar with your music, what you want to give them like a little, um, little brief bio on, on yourself and the band, and a little bit of you know the styling and everything about it.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, it's it's upbeat hard rock music, hard hitting with melodies. Um, we don't scream, uh, but we sing, and um, the the music's really fun. Uh, you can definitely rock out, do a little bit of headbang to it. Um, so I think people are really gonna love it if you if you like you know modern hard rock music you're really gonna enjoy it
6: oh yeah, it's definitely right in that vein it's it's great you know we started off with war You started the show with, and it's cool. it's it, it's really got a really good vibe it's very smooth, melodic and it's hard you know it's hard hitting and everything like you said it's right there
3: oh thanks, yeah, we're actually gonna be starting our set tonight with that song too, so oh,
6: nice. that's great. <laughs> Let's see, because I know you just got a few more minutes before you you get to stage. What are some of the things that you do prior to going on stage um, for your vocals?
3: Uh, Well, I am a classically trained singer. So Mm -hmm. I do a whole bunch of, you know, scales, singing, warm-ups, normal things. I try to stretch as much as possible. I try to rest my voice the day of the show, like not talk too much. And then, of course... Uh, the band as a whole, what we do is actually, as soon as I'm done with this, I'll be getting right back on our bus. And um, usually, you know, the band has like some other like other bands that we love and we listen to um, blasting in, <laughs> in the bus, and we're like jumping around and getting all pumped up, ready for the show. So yeah. that's that's how we do
6: it. Well, when you're when you're doing the writing process, uh, do you listen to any other any certain bands, or do you listen to your own music? What do you use as for an influ- influential making your new sounds Um, off your record
3: honestly when when we're writing songs we try not to listen I mean we're not over listening to our own stuff because we're trying to you know always change it up a little bit like something so that it's consistent within our to the genre and what we love but you know we're not trying to mimic anything so you know we're not listening to anything in particular I'm not listening to certain music to try to get certain kind of inspiration it's just you know, we just start writing, whether it's someone has a good riff idea
5: mm-hmm.
3: of guitar part or I have all these lyrics written about something I really want to make sure I get out and, you know, talk about and, you know, match the music to that. And it's, it's never done the same exact way, which is really fun.
6: Mm-hmm. Now, when you put, after you write your music, do you have a, a producer come in there and, like, rearrange your music or how's that process that well, you do?
5: Well, for,
3: for this, for the album Ready For Me that's about to come out mm-hmm. um, next week, um, I, I co-wrote all the songs with my producer, okay. uh, Corey Lass. So it, therefore, you know, I, we both wrote our own types of ideas or parts of songs, pieces of things, and then came together and kind of worked on everything together. And that, that was a great thing because then you're able to, um, you know, he, he's also the producer. So then, you know, we figure it all out all at the same time. So it, it was very, you know, productive and, in you know, very beneficial to be able to work
6: that way. Mm-hmm. Well, it was what was some of the things that that he did after if you if you presented your music to him, um that he did he like um like dump any of your ideas or how how was the process of that?
3: No, I mean it was a very collaborative mm-hmm. effort. Everyone was really positive, you know. Um I he he's like kind of a big brother to me anyway, so like, you know, I there's a trust thing there being a writer, some writer being a writer as I am, where I'm writing everything based off of personal experiences. So, like, you need to be in a safe place in order to do that. So it's been great to be able to work with Corey Lowry on that. And then we also brought in um, his brother, Clint Lowry, from 7 Dust 2 to co-write some songs with us. So it was kind of a collaborative effort. You know, if something didn't work, it didn't work. If it did, it did. You know, no one was bashing anyone else's ideas. It was just like what, you know, come up with a whole bunch of ideas and what's the best one out of them.
6: Hmm, gotcha uh when, you, when you're writing the the music <clears throat> the lyrics to it um is now you get this from where, where do you come with the inspiration for your music your lyrics
3: it really it really is um experiences i mean mm-hmm. whenever i get an idea or if i'm dealing with something or i'm stressed out like i tend to write everything down some idea of out of nowhere pops into my head i'm writing it down um so it, there is not one way. It's just, you know, trying to, it's even more therapeutic for me to be writing this music and these songs and these feelings because then, you know, I get it out. And then hopefully when people listen to it, they can enjoy it and love the song, but also relate to it on their own, you know, yeah. personal level.
6: Gotcha. Well, let's see. Um, well, I'm just reading through, in a bunch of messages that people were sending me and I think we knocked out a whole bunch of them. Uh, let's see i think i think we captured all the good stuff i know they want to really want to talk about the producing and the making of the record and your lyrics and emotions and one of the questions i have is like when i put music together i usually carry around my little recorder and i'll like come into it like melody lines do you do anything weird like that
3: Oh, all the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. If I just think of something, oh, I try it on my phone or yeah. on my recorder or anything. Oh, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. That's just, and then, you know, when you're starting to write, if it's not something that comes organically, you just kind of think, you look back into, you know, listen back to all of your past ideas over time, and you're either like, oh, this is great, or oh, I'm thinking. And, yeah, it's just something to have on, on hand. That's definitely how it works.
6: Have you ever had a song that you wrote, and you're listening to, like, some older music, and you've of like hear the same lyrics in in another song that you felt like you made up your own
3: um i'm not sure i mean for me whatever lyrics mm-hmm. that you know just hearing a song there there are definitely songs i feel i relate to yeah but um i don't know if it's that exactly
6: mm-hmm. i think you know a few times i've wrote some songs and i think maybe subliminally i've i've heard in the background maybe once or something and it kind of like stuck in my head. So when I was putting together a song or something and then it kind of like um, made its way out.
3: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for us, we just really, that, that that's a good thing about uh, collaborating. That's why I love co-writing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've written so many songs by myself, but the, these songs on these records, I love working with other people because they kind of keep you in check and, and everyone puts their own ideas to make like the best possible song. So I really love co-writing.
6: Nice. Let's see here, Just a couple more things. We'll let you get going. So once again, how can people get a hold of your music?
3: Well, you can pre-order the new album ready for me right now on iTunes or at our website, which is madammayhem.com. That's M-A-D-A-M-E-M-A-Y-H-E-M.com. And uh, definitely take a listen. I mean, when the, once the album is out, it will be also available on Spotify and all that good stuff. But I mean, we put a lot of effort into the actual album and the artwork and that. So if you guys still listen to CDs, definitely order it from our website, MadamMahams.com. You will not be disappointed. It's uh, pretty, I, be, I'm, I mean, I'm always most proud of my most recent, you know, record and piece of music. But um, I, I really think that this, that this album is something really special.
6: Gotcha. Uh, they got another question here. They just sent me that said They said, you want to know where, where in Jersey are you from?
3: I'm actually from Manhattan. I'm from New York City, born there. Um, And then, um, you know, I spend a lot of time in North Jersey close to the city because um, I don't like to be too far away from New York at any given time, (laughs) except for when we're on tour. So when I when I live, I live between um, North Jersey and uh, and Manhattan.
6: Nice. Uh, Can you do us a quick favor? Yeah. Can you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say your name, the band you're with, you're listening to Maximum Threshold, and throw some crazy out at the end of it and don't put no thought into it.
3: Got it. This is Madam Mayhem, and you're listening to Maximum Thresholds. Rock on.
6: Well, I, I thank you very much for taking time out and definitely blow up that stage And once you get out there.
3: Oh, thank you so much for having me. Have a great night.
6: And anything, like I said, we could do for you, just let me know. And you got our number here. You can call in any Saturday night when we're live, and we'll plug whatever you have going on. Especially when that new one comes out, let, let, us, let me know about it.
3: Yeah, definitely. The new album, Ready For Me, is available now for pre-order. It will be out officially on this coming Friday, October 20th. And um, you can also check out the first single off of that album called All Around The World on our YouTube page or on our website.
6: I'm getting ready to play that right now.
3: Great. Thank you so much. Oh, you're quite welcome.
6: I have yourself a good one.
3: You too.
6: Thank okay. You. Right back after this, I'm Max and Threshold. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. radio show on Stitcher Radio. Uh, Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and Palm Pre. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com. Once again, you can hear Maximum Radio Show on Stitcher.com. Hey, it's contest time. Be the second person to text the show at 440 252 0058 wins. That's right. Call number two 440 252 0058. Shoot us a text and you'll win. You can text message the show right now at 440 252 0058. Once again, it's 440-252-0058. Text the show.
4: Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News report. Vanijas released a lyric video on YouTube for their new song, No Death, No Forever. It's off their new upcoming album called Dark Flag, which is out through Solid State on November the 17th. And Barry, your dead have announced a tour starting February 2018. Support comes from Through the Eyes of the Dead and Great American Ghost and Recon on select dates. You can check their official websites out for the tour dates and Slipknot. They're streaming a live performance video of Psychosocial. The video is from their new Day of the Gasano live film documentary. It was filmed at Knotfest Mexico and will be out on October the 20th. They are streaming the song on Spotify and video is out on their official Twitter page. Continuing with your Maximum threshold, .net rock and metal news, CKY are set to release a new video for their track Head for a Breakdown. It is out on Monday, October the 16th. That's when the video will be released. However, they have released a teaser for it on their Twitter page so you can check it out. The song is off their latest release, The Phoenix. And Hollywood Undead have released a music video for their track, We Own the Night. It's on YouTube. It's off their new album, 5 or V. The album is out on October the 27th. And as a note, Matthew DeCurls has recently left the band. And finally, Black Veil Brides* vocalist Andy Biersack has stated he has written a book. Ryan J. Downey helped him out. Stay tuned for updates and release date. Andy stated, after over a year of writing and working on my first book, it's finished. Thank you, Ryan Downey, for all your help on this awesome journey. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with Zed, and this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News report. Thanks for tuning in.
6: Whoa, I thought I had the mic on. I was talking for like five minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this goes out to the birthday boy. Because it's Friday 13th. And this one goes out to the world. You ready? New morning wagon. Maxim Thrush, are so you on there? Hello. 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 Tom, what's shaking, bacon?
2: Dude, what's up? John, is that you?
6: Yeah, that's me. Oh, did the
2: other <laughs> Tuscan drop? Congratulations. How are you?
6: Oh, pretty good. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, How are you, man? I'm oh, pretty good, man. Just just doing the thing this weekend, same as usual.
2: Doing the thing. I mean, you have a box of Kleenex next year right I, now. And you clean it up. What are you I doing sh- here, I guy? sure I'm
6: do, talking. man. I got the got the baby wipes out and everything.
2: That's my boy. Yeah, Saturday night. I hey, use both hands on that's Saturday night. Right,
6: I'm, man, I'm a dexterous. and I got dental floss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, you see what you got to do the real technique is you take one and you put it underneath your butt cheek and you know get, get some weight on it oh yeah so when it numbs out it feels like it's somebody else doing it
6: <laughs> yeah i i've i've tried it a couple times but i was unsuccessful because i don't i usually all i gotta do is i play with my guitar a little bit and i get a carpal tunnel so that it automatically oh. so how's that so i gotta i get two for the price of one <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got to be careful with that, dude, because sometimes that doesn't reverse, and then you got to get the operation. Get I the blood know. Blown and all I've that. had this for years. So just, so. You know, exercise with caution, <laughs> my friend.
6: How, How are you, man? I'm oh, pretty good. Just been busy as hell, man. Just doing the work and life thing, and the band thing.
2: Oh, yeah, you're playing it all.
6: Yeah, we we got we got a couple of shows coming up here pretty soon. We got a, a new singer we're bringing into the band, and we're going to test him out at a show. So we're just throwing him throwing him right out there to the wolves
2: very cool that's yeah. freaking great dude outstanding that's nice. what i like to hear you know oh that's yeah a good thing. i'm actually uh in, in on the east coast myself right now stuck in freaking traffic <laughs> holy shit Tra- I where's, don't know.
6: where's traffic oh, at qu- where's
2: traffic at quarter 10 well at, uh, right here i'm at uh coming up on the woodbury commons i'm freaking on uh the, the quick way uh it's uh, about turnpike turn into route 17 mm-hmm. uh east and west and, man, it's I'm literally, literally a parking lot, freaking Damn. parking lot. I don't know if, I think my son checked the phone here. He said it was a, there was an accident right around the Woodbury Commons area.
6: Okay. I got this guy just texted oh. me. He said, ask Mark if you ever hooked up with a chick in the parking lot at Van Son Park.
2: Which parking lot? <laughs> 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 my mother lived like three houses <laughs> Van Son. We used to rule that park, pal. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not. Just trying to beef it up. I'm telling you, we ruled that freaking joint. That was my stomping ground. Nice. So yeah, like I'm not kidding. It wasn't just the parking lot either. <laughs> 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 a lot, a lot of good times events on Park. Actually. Yeah, t shirt. I can't say it. We used to play laser tag at 3 o'clock in the morning at Vanceville Park. The cops would come. They'd hide and they'd look at us and say, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> and we'd run into one. They'd go, what are you guys <laughs> doing? I'd like, oh, play laser tag. And we were like good kids. We were just a little mischievous. But, yeah. you know, we didn't like do really bad stuff. Yeah. You know, we were just having fun.
5: Mm-hmm. So,
2: you know, it was it was always a good time. Uh, I, for the worst we probably did was uh, we would uh, get, take cigarettes and we'd light them and put them on the fuses of fireworks and we, you know, set the timer, so to speak, mm-hmm. and run away. Then the cop would see a gang and say, what are you guys doing? Like, oh, let's go for a walk. And all of a sudden, in the background, you hear all the fireworks going on. It's <laughs> not us. It's not us.
6: <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not, they,
2: knew, they knew we rigged it. But still, <laughs> man, they, you know, how are you going to prove that one?
6: You know what we, we used to do for when I was a kid? We used, we used to drive up to um, the railroad tracks. And we used to we used to steal these boxes of these dynamite caps. And we, yes. would put them on the tracks, and when a train would go by, they they'd explode, and then a train would stop. <laughs> we would have it timed out. We know when the beer train came through. So when the beer train came, oh, we put the God. we'd rob the train and take their beer, and we ride off on our mopeds and our and our bicycles. You are.
2: See, that's that's real missing. We, we didn't do stuff like that. We really didn't, you know? I mean, we were just silly having fun. You know, we, we had some fun with fireworks and whatnot, yeah. but, you know, didn't blow up trains for crying out loud and steal the beer.
6: Jesus Christ. Did you Christ! Did you ever pop parking meters? have been a very bad influence on us. Did you ever pop parking meters, and, you know, when you're all you're all high and you got the munchies, so you go out there with your real long Phillips screwdriver and hammer, and pop the meters, and take the change out, and then go to KFC?
2: <laughs> oh, man. You know you, you, shouldn't be saying stuff like you're incriminating It's too, it's too
6: late. It's a, That was back in the 80s. It, everything happened then.
2: Oh, I see a helicopter coming in. I bet you they got a medevac going on here, pal. Uh-oh. Yeah, helicopter's coming in. Damn. Coming in low. Yeah. They, they, I'm, a little, I'm a little... I'm not, not going I, Right now, yeah. I am in park. I am stopped here on the highway. Wow. And It looks like about... Mm, Half mile, a little less than a mile ahead, the helicopter looks like it's going to land right on the freaking highway.
6: Yeah, why don't you go out there and so, help him? Uh, Get your trumpet out and just play some songs for him.
2: I, I don't have it with me, unfortunately, uh. but uh, it, it is a thought. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> like, I'm literally in park. I've been here for some time now, and uh, I'm glad I got radio, you know, some RF going here, so mm. we're good. Nice some cell service. I got this. But,
6: uh, I got somebody else just text me. They still want to know how many acidic Jews are in the traffic right now.
5: <laughs> one. <laughs>
2: oh man, you, you get them all. I'm sure you get the one. I can imagine what you're holding back on.
6: <laughs> no, I got I the one that just popped and said, "Ask if Paul Stanley ever hit on you when you when you toured with them."
2: No, you know it's kind of funny, really weird. Paul was somewhat to himself. Um, Gene and I would have dinner three nights a week,
5: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, Eric was Eric Singer was the coolest guy in the world, and he, he would have have fun and be very friendly. Paul. And Paul and uh, it was uh, Bruce Kulick. Uh, maybe I talked to them five minutes the whole tour.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you know, it's kind of weird. I get different cats, different personalities, so to speak. Yeah. But uh, some people were very into hanging out, and some cats were not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Paul, maybe I talked to them ten minutes the whole tour, literally. Oh wow! And uh, Bruce Kulick even less wow but uh, you know that's just the way it went i guess yep. man you know uh, well whatever playing with that was amazing the idea of going on tour with them, but from the first day gene came in the dressing room he'd welcome us to the tour and we'd hang out and for some reason he and i hit it off so we you know we hung out a bunch and uh one me it was really cool uh i don't know why but he had an accountant who'd come in once and he was in the catering area. We were having dinner, and he sat down started talking to He said, excuse me, Gene, I'll let you leave. He said, no, Mark, you sit right there. It's all good. And it was really cool that he wanted, you know, he wasn't afraid to, like, include me into what was going on, yeah. you know. He was kind of like a mentor in that sense. And I don't know. It was, I was very respectful towards that. I thought that was really cool. And even even though I was there, I tried, like, not to listen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I tried to do well all for the privacy thing. But just the fact that he was cool like that, you yeah. know what I mean? He didn't act. That way, and, and, and I guess uh, you know we we were getting friendly. Uh, he was he was really cool with it, and he he, uh, he he treated me like like a friend, and I, I was really honored, really honored.
6: Well, but back then, did they have the buy? Do you have to buy on to be on a tour with them?
2: No, not well, not at our stature. Yeah. I guess at the time. I mean, I, I'm sure there are bands that did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were fortunate we weren't in that position. I, I think you know, particularly at the time, end of 91, 92, we still had some juice, yeah. and uh, you know it created somewhat of a package. Uh, yeah, there are some things like, uh, you know, let's say it was before we hit on MTV.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, we
2: probably would be in a position to buy-on to get that exposure. But being that we had the MTV exposure, we had distribution of major, uh, label product in stores and whatnot. We had visibility. We, and we you know, we were, we were a pretty good opening act. Mm-hmm. So we rounded out the package at least around that time.
6: What some of the coolest shows that you did on that tour that you can remember?
2: That tour... Uh, some of the well, see, runner, runner. We had some weak shows. We had some really strong shows. Yeah. California was always great. Oakland Coliseum. Uh, those are just ones that come to mind. Where else was strong? The Meadowlands Arena, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, Stabler Arena. Uh, oh God, I don't know. Yeah. So, oh, you know what? The Palace. The Palace in Michigan, biggest indoor arena in the country. That, that was pretty amazing. That, that's a big damn room, dude.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I remember going upstairs to see Kiss because it was so far away, like indoors. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, you know, they probably could use a little more PA system for this. one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, dude, the whole thing was a highlight. The idea of touring with Kiss, are you freaking kidding me? Mm-hmm. You know what was also cool? It wasn't just the big rooms. We played a lot of, like, the Army bases and stuff. Yeah. And, dude, let me tell you something. When you play a freaking military base, those motherfuckers go crazy. Oh, yeah. They when they they you know they put their lives on the line for shit. When they come home for a rock concert, they're ready to kill. Yeah, they're, they're freaking on. They just want a party. And man, no one is more appreciative of when you come play for them, the military people. I can't tell you what a pleasure and honor. Those are great freaking kids. Hey, Bill, North Carolina just outside of Fort Bragg. Those yeah. motherfuckers will take your head off. <laughs> I love that. That, that. My heart goes out to guys like that. Man. I remember real great. I
6: remember one of, the, one of the coolest shows I ever did. I was in the Navy, and we were out at sea. We actually we pulled into a port, and we set up our equipment up on our flight deck, and we put our really? ship right in the front. And this was the place, and we went to Panama, and it's when Noriega was there. And my band, we were all playing up on the on on flight deck there to scare him out of wherever the hell he was at. Dude, that's
2: amazing.
6: <laughs> we had pictures
2: <a>, of that thing. We had to post that
6: stuff. That's <laughs> awesome. There's no video of that stuff. I man. I looked everywhere to see uh-huh. if anybody had anything like that. But we were playing there. We had, I had my stereo system set up. We were playing Metallica out there. They said just a blast because they wanted, their, their goal was to get him to come out of his sanctuary. And then they were going to take uh-huh. him, get him up. We got him out, though. <laughs> classic man
2: classic see you were rocking for America that's right that's what I'm talking about that
6: was 89 I think it was
2: dude that's classic yep. that's so freaking funny I love it freaking love it join the military and play rock and roll <laughs>
6: that's right I got I got to play a lot of weird little dumps you know with my with my little punk rock band overseas we played in Australia and went a lot of, a lot of gigs in the Philippines and Thailand yeah and, and
2: guess what you got to see the world yeah, bro that's right right Mm-hmm. Who cares how small the room is? Oh, you freaking yeah. rock the world. Yep. That's freaking awesome. I mean, how many people get to freaking say that?
6: Not, not too God many. God bless
2: you, bro. Yeah, you don't know, hear me fucking knocking you down. You go, man. That's <laughs> I t- fantastic.
6: I tell people when I turned 19, I was in Sydney, Australia. And I had no choice. I had to be there.
2: <laughs> well, hey, come on. I, I never got to Australia. <laughs> I've seen postcards. Yep. That's about it. i never been there. I'd love to go. hmm I know some beautiful women in Australia, yep. but uh, you know I'll, I'll just have to make do over here. Not <laughs> that I'm in. complaining, but I. Just <laughs> <laughs> How's your love life? What's going on? Oh man, my my new da- boyfriend's name. Talking. Oh,
6: well, my daughter, she's turning nine in January. Ah, happy birthday! Oh. Well, I guess you got a little yeah. time. left. Then my my oldest, she's she's getting married in in May. So I got oh, congratulations. Okay, so the ages When's are,
2: the uh, at party? Can I stop by? Huh? Well, um,
6: yeah, sure. I don't know when it is or anything like that, but you could dance for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: I'm just silly tonight.
2: I'm so. Uh, by the way, since I said this car was in park, I haven't moved. I'm freaking ah, sitting here, man.
5: Like I'm, I'm not
2: even exaggerating. I'm literally I got my hands up on the freaking seats. I'm in park. I'm in park. Wow, I'm sitting here. My son Brandon's stealing my vape. He's vaping out the window. That son of a bitch. Take it easy on that thing. Is he doing? Tri-
6: does he do tricks shit. with it? Oh, listen, here come the
2: cops! Here come the cops!
6: They can't pull you over because you're already stopped.
2: We, we, <laughs> hold on, I'm not gonna do this either. Oh, the guys are right in front of us. We can't get through. Fucking brain surgeons, these people. I swear to Christ. All right, I don't know.
5: <laughs>
1: can move.
6: Oh, I, I got.
2: <laughs> uh, New York
6: drivers, man. Yeah. All right. Somebody just sent me another somebody just sent me another message. They were like, ask him the first time he was supposed to be on Maximum Threshold. He blew it off because he was with Mick Brown.
2: <laughs> the first time I was supposed to be on what? On our
6: show here. You were with Mick Brown.
2: What? Is that right? No, I, I never blew off you guys. That, that,
6: that yeah, right? you yeah, did. That was okay. Oh!
2: Oh, I did fuck up. Yes, yes. My apologies. I forgot about no, okay. that. I really did. I do owe you an apology. I did fuck <laughs> up. Uh, and I don't remember where I was, so the likelihood of being with Mick Brown is highly possible. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But, no, that's you know, right. I wouldn't blow you off. I know, you know, I know. That. So, uh, again, my apologies. But, yes, I will assume full responsibility for the shortcoming on that. That was my fault, and I'm not going to pass the buck mm-hmm. on it. I'm sorry. And uh, if you know, hey, dude, chatting with you, you know, I don't have a problem with that. So I know. I literally dropped the ball. I did. I fucked up.
6: <laughs> That's okay. So I heard you get heard you Sorry. doing this this Christmas record, man.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it, it's kind of funny when, when I tell people, uh, you know, I got this little solo project going on. It, they're like, oh, what are the drum solos or something? I'm like, well, no.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and when I tell them I play trumpet, they're like, you mean like the horn? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a radical departure from what they're probably used to. Yeah. But i got to tell you, I played piano and trumpet before I even started playing drums. Mm-hmm. I went to the University of Hartford, Hart School of Music. I recorded three double uh, albums of classical music over there. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've got a lot of experience as far as, you know, the horn goes. Yeah. And uh, I kind of ditched it. I sold my horn for cymbal money after I got out of high school. And, uh, you know, Eddie The Rock called realistically, yeah. but I guess more recently, I've been playing a lot. Uh, I even played some trumpet on the, our second record here uh, on a song, Nobody's a Hero. So, you know, I always had it, I guess, in the back pocket, so to speak, but I never really did something where, in this case, I'm using it as the lead voice for, for a record, Kind of mm-hmm. like a Kenny G thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a lot different. Musically, it's more uh, adult contemporary and it's a full blown Christmas record, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's great for the, the for the, fun for the whole family. Is it necessarily a heavy metal?
5: Uh, no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, uh, w- 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 I, this is just a different sect, i guess of what i do mm-hmm. uh more recently I've been doing more uh i guess scoring of movies and uh video game stuff okay. and uh i had the app. it's really funny it was pete uh pete from trickster he he uh he, he he lives with me, you know, well, not lives with me, he yeah. you know, lives out in Arizona, not far from about 25 minutes. And, and uh, we were doing some work together on uh, on this uh, video game for a movie called The Monkey King. And uh, he was uh, doing the console, and I, you know, we were putting together some sound. And he says, hey, Gus, go get that trumpet out of your car. And he starts to put up a couple of mics, to move and we can get out of it. So I'm like, uh, okay, you know. So I started playing about 15, 20 minutes, and yeah, let's roll that back. Let's see how it sounded. He starts tweaking around with it. Five minutes later, we look at each other like, "Holy shit, that sounds pretty good." So I said, "Well, what the hell are we going to do with it?" You know, I, I like—I uh, I really didn't know what we were going to do. So I got this idea to do Ave Maria, the classical music piece. I said, "That'll be my test piece." But I had an idea in my head. You know, I said, "I have an idea what it should sound like. Let's see if we can actually make that happen." And I guess we did. I mean, we, we gave we gave it a run through. I did about half the song. I said, "Cut, let's listen." I didn't want to finish the song. I said, "Let's see what the hell we got here." Mm-hmm. And he. We did for a good five minutes we looked at each other like, holy shit, it
5: really
2: seven. <laughs> I was I was kinda of surprised myself. You know, I mean I...
6: You there? Yo. <laughs> I lost you for some reason. I don't know why. Just... I don't know, man. I don't know. You were on a nice talk yeah. and all of a sudden it was gone.
2: Oh wow, let me check my battery. Oh, I got oh, I got 32 percent. I'm good to go. Oh, yeah, I, I, I had some battery problems before. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know where I left off, but the main thing, the uh, the, the solo record. It's not everybody's gonna like it. It's certainly not heavy metal. I yeah. don't want to misrepresent it at all. But you know, it's more adult contemporary. Real, it's a real deal Christmas album. Mm-hmm. So if you have you and your family around the tree around Christmas time. Well, I, I, I I kid you not, it most probably is gonna be the best soundtrack for for the day. I I, I, I kid you not. Uh, Christmas aside. Hey, you know, there's some people that don't like it. There's some people that say, what the hell is this? Yeah. And, and you know what? That's all good. Again, I don't want to misrepresent it. It is, in fact, a Christmas album. Yep. Uh, what I recommend, go to YouTube, punch in Mark Gus Scott, and check out Ave Maria.
5: Mm-hmm. Listen
2: to 30 seconds of it. If you don't like it, hey, no harm, no foul, nobody dropped the coin. Yep. But you know what? Give it a shot. You know, you want to relax and hear something really nice and peaceful, something really beautiful. You know, give it a thirty-second shot. You got nothing to lose. I, I think. I think you just might be surprised.
6: Is it going to make me cry when I listen to it?
2: Uh, it just may, particularly ah. in a highly emotional state. I think that's, it's a very good. Boss. That's a song yeah. that. Are... You know, it's funny. Every once in a while, I do have a little tear that comes to yeah. my eyes. So, but yeah. you know, I'm biased.
6: That's a song that'll do it, though, man. That that'll bring you around to it.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 it's a lot different than what a lot of people expect. Yeah. And you know, I, I put a, I put a picture of me playing trumpet right on the front. So. I think it's like, hey, it's heavy metal and body. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I'm yeah. saying? It, It's something different that I've done a long time ago that I, there's a part of me that really loves to do. Yeah. And uh, particularly around Christmas time, I truly believe that the soundtrack is absolutely perfect for the time mm. of year. And uh, if you've got the family around the tree, that's the time to crank it up. It is, it, I, it, I truly believe it to be something special. Mm-hmm. Give it a 30-second shot. That's all I can say. Check it out on YouTube or on my uh, website, mark.scott.com.
6: When does the record come out?
2: It's available for download right now on my website markuscott dot mm-hmm. Or uh, Thanksgiving it actually Release we'll have physical copies as well as uh, full download. I'll probably run a, a special in the next couple of weeks. I'll blast it out on social media. I'm going to you know make it a special price uh, maybe in the next two weeks or so uh, prior to its release. You know to hype it up and get some people. Uh, you know it, it's it's uh, you know the idea is that I make a killing on. I want to spread this kind of music. It, it's not something I normally do. You know, yeah. so uh, there's a lot, I've been very fortunate. A lot of people have given me a lot of support. So, uh, I'll, I'll do a small window where I give it away for, uh, you know, a low-dope price. And I'll uh, you know, really be able to download it. And I got a little extra download uh, present on there as well. Nice. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been very fortunate. Everybody at the Marcus Scout Army, uh, the fans of Trickster uh, worldwide, it, 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 it's been an amazing run. And uh, I got to tell you, I appreciate it. And those people will know. When it's on special, probably in the next couple of weeks, I'll run a special price.
6: Nice. I got another text. Somebody's asking me, they want to know, are you going to see Mick play at the Chance tomorrow?
2: Yes, I will. I will be at the Chance tomorrow supporting my friend Mick Brown. Wild goddamn Mick <laughs> Brown and Docken. I'll be hanging out. So uh, come on now, So i hope to say Hello. I uh, probably want to get there early. I believe Rachel Lauren is also playing, so I want to check her out. She's smoking, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, you know, I spoke to her, chatted with her once, and she's on the ball, dude. She's yeah. she's really got it going on. So and it, it's just such a rare, it's a rare commodity to be a talent these days. So I'm excited about it. I really am. But uh, yeah, when me and Mick get together, it's it's pretty fucking silly. So nice. we're gonna have a good time tomorrow.
6: Gotcha. Uh, let's see. There's a couple more things here. We'll let you get going. Because I, I see my feet is starting to get a little crazy over here. I don't want to lose you again. Uh, but one more time. It's t- all good. Don, you I, know I, I appreciate I, everything. I know again, that.
2: my apologies for it, the last time, bro. That was my bad. My bad. No my, my
6: My guys hooked up with you over over and over at different venues across the country. So it's all cool.
2: Well, God bless you. And you know that. Yeah, that's yeah. True. I remember now. I remember I was all if I remember correctly. Yeah.
6: <laughs> let's see um, though, at
2: least the last time but yeah dude you know if there's ever a show you want to go you can pick me pick up the phone let me mm-hmm. know we we'll freaking hook you up it's okay. really that simple dude you're part of the family
6: i hear you same way over yeah, here
2: just don't you know don't bring the kleenexes when you come. we have our own okay? yeah
6: i got gotcha. you <laughs>
5: <laughs> but,
2: but again i got to give a lot of love out there thank you for all the support and don no you know you carry you carry the torch for this dude so uh I can't thank you for for continuing to do something and for having me on, and uh, you know all my love, BP. And having a great time, having a great time. I got and, uh,
6: got got one thing here. Today is Beavis' birthday, so he he was asking if you could if you can give him a shout out, tell him happy birthday or something.
2: Whose birthday? Beavis. Oh, it is yeah. oh, for creation Beavis, me boy, happy birthday, pal. Where is he? Where is he?
6: He's out in your neck of the woods over there.
2: Well, hopefully he's going to the tomorrow. Tell him to come see me. I'm buying the first round. No gotcha. kidding. Tell him to walk right up. Get Make sure we're near the bar. Well, I'll probably be there anyway.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: make sure he comes up and sees me for sure. <laughs>
6: okay, got, we've got one more question here. Uh, let's see. He says, ask who had the larger Afro working at the auto shop, you or Dave Garundo, Garduno?
1: Oh,
2: Dave Garduno. Come on, man. I knew that dude for freaking decades. He? <laughs> I didn't know what he texted in? Yeah. Uh please uh, shout out! Uh, well, you're the day listen. I miss your brother. Dude, we had some fun at Philadelphia Steak and Sub in Paramus Park. We used to run the country up there. Oh my God! Holy crap! I can't even talk about it on the air. It's uh, you know I don't know what the statute of limitations on some of these things, but nevertheless, we had the best freaking time. Garden Bruno and his brother Marco. You know, we had a great time. Great, gotcha. great people. Good times.
6: Nice, I just a couple more things here and let you get going. Once how can people get a hold of your Christmas record
2: uh, go to the best place is most markuscott.com uh, come Thanksgiving, CD baby iTunes, Amazon, uh, Google the whole nine yards. and also uh, one thing I'll be doing uh, special uh, personalized autograph discs right on Markguscott.com. I'll be running an early bird. Special on that sort of thing, so keep an eye on social media or just check the website anytime. Uh, and, again, it's available for download now. So, uh, but I I'm, 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 that's probably the best way to get them. As of now, I have an extra bonus thing in there, a little uh, special little gift that, uh, that I'm including with the download when you get it. It's kind of like a surprise. So, uh,
6: yeah, markgusscott.com.
2: You can download it right now or uh, come Thanksgiving. It will be available everywhere.
6: Nice, Gus. Hey, I really thank you again for being on the show here and talking with us. And definitely, man, we're we're gonna Tom, back up.
2: Right? dude. I appreciate you having me, dude. Anytime. Come on, don't, man. don't be silly. You know, I let me tell you something, dude. To to invest yourself in doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. that I respect. I mean, come on, you're doing it,
5: uh,
2: it, it, it. You know what? You know what I'm talking about. The industry is waning. Oh yeah. The guys who are still carrying the torch—that's mm-hmm. a valuable commodity, my friend. Yeah. and that's a commitment to rock and roll. So you've got it. my respect out of the gate, without question. You know that. Yeah,
6: this so, is tonight.
2: I, no one appreciates it more than I
6: do. Oh, I understand. Tonight is our five hundred twelfth episode, which makes it our twelfth year of doing this.
2: Hey, how about that? That's right. Congratulations! Jeez, oh, thank 12 you. Years, holy crap! I know. That's
6: great. Damn.
2: They should give you a special tax deduction for that.
6: <laughs> yeah, I wish I made something to get tax deducted.
2: <laughs> we'll have to work on that. Though. We'll That's have it. to work on it big time for crying <laughs> out loud, man! Shit. Well, I could do it, but seriously. Thank you for having me. Anytime, the maximum man. Threshold Radio kicks fucking ass and you know it. That's
6: right. That's, right.
2: <laughs> That's why we're here, baby. That's I'm still in fucking park. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I swear to Christ, I swear to God. Yeah. Oh my god, coming up on exit 16 off the goddamn what, where, what I think, oh, this is the New York State it. Jesus Christ Harriman. <laughs> I'm stuck. I got one mile to well go no, one and a half miles to the exit mm. and I'm literally in park. Damn. Motherfucker. Anyway, I'll just wow. I'll just make do. I'll just make do. I'll stop <laughs> complaining. I'll send <laughs> a heard. copy of Marcus Scott's Christmas miracle and just drop myself out because I've been listening to it a thousand times already. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Okay, man, dude, dude,
2: dude. Make sure you shoot me. Oh, I have your email. Just I'll zap you a copy okay. of this stuff, and uh, you, know, you give me the honest review. I want the honest oh, review. You know, no problem. Just bear in mind, you know, it's not a heavy metal song. Oh, yeah. you know, it, I do have one song. I did an original composition. Well, it, it, I, it's a, it's a cover song of mm-hmm. Little Drummer Boy but I did the whole orchestration, and it's kind of like a Trans-Siberian Orchestra song. Oh, So sweet. you got to check it out. It's got, it's got some metal guitar on it, but I, I just don't want to misrepresent it. It's more like a dance with metal guitar. Okay. Uh, and uh, it, it's really a Christmas album, bro.
6: All right? Sounds <laughs> good, man. I, yeah, definitely. I You know, I was actually going to, I was going to work on putting together an acoustic guitar, um, like a Christmas record. I've been wanting to do it for years. And I was thinking, okay, I'll start on this, I'll start on this, but... I just get so sidetracked, and I forget it, and the time flies by, and now it's going on November. I'm like, it's too late to do this because once I get it all done and then I submit it, it's it's going to be past Christmas before damn iTunes picks up on it.
2: Well, hey man, you know you know if you yeah. get it in gear and you really got the drive, you can make it happen.
6: Oh yeah, That's, so it's,
2: hey. That's all it takes is to drive. I mean, honestly, I didn't think I was going to do a Christmas album. Yeah. It kind of hit me in the head. I did that Ave Maria song. I looked at Peter and said, oh, it sounds good. We finished it. I looked at him and said, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I said, by the time I get everything all together, it'll be Christmas. So I said, aha. You know, I kind of worked it backwards. Yeah. But yeah, so, so that, that's really how it came about. I kind of like said, well, what's the marketing angle? I said, oh, well, Christmas. Well, there it is. I guess I'll do a Christmas project. Not to mention, to be honest with you, when it comes to the trumpet, dude, Christmas music is fucking beautiful. Yeah. I mean, all kidding aside. So if there's any voice I was going to put onto a song, I think Christmas was a great place to start, mm-hmm. but, you know, realistically, just from a performance aspect, uh, being that I never did it before. Yeah. You know, I mean, I played it, but I never recorded it, never really made it a track. So, you know, Ave Maria proved that they that, that could sound good. And then the idea of doing the whole project of Christmas Miracle was to make a product, a real, you know, a, a, to, to make an album, a collection of songs that would, you know, define a certain time period. And, and I think the Christmas thing, it was just wacky the way it worked out. Yeah. I, one thing above all else, I am proud. I am really, if everybody hates it, I don't care, man. I I love the way it came out. I'm really proud of the performance, proud of the the production we did. Pete Lauren helped me as far as the engineering. He killed, he killed, he he, he did such a sonically, made me sound great. Mm -hmm. So, you know, together, the efforts together, it, it was just a great project to work on with him and we're really proud with the way it came out. So, again, go to YouTube, punch up Marco Scott and take a listen to Ave Maria. Listen to 30 Seconds. You know, give it a give it a thirty second shot. Don't don't spend any money. Just I, I just hope everybody likes it. I nice. really
6: do. Well, you, I'm definitely gonna get sucked into it. I know that.
2: Thanks, dude. Now seriously, give me yeah, give it give it a shot. And uh, and you know, if you think it sucks, tell people you think it sucks. You know, I, I, it's all fair. You know, I, I'm I'm up for honesty. Yeah. You know, but tell me why you think it sucks. Oh, I yeah. just honestly, don't think you're gonna think that. I, I, you know. yeah, I think again, bearing in mind, it's not metal. Yeah.
6: yeah. <laughs> I'll break it down. No problem. I'm, I am I could do that.
2: Cool, man. I appreciate it. I want to hear the feedback on it. Okay. I really do.
6: Okay, man. Hey, well, I thank you very much for taking time and talking with us. And definitely, man. We'll, Dude, be, we'll pleasure be back on mine.
2: It. Thank you for having me, bro. And I'll talk to you soon.
6: Sounds good, man. Get get through traffic.
2: <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> sitting here. I swear <laughs> to Christ. Take a talk to you soon,
6: bro. Be good. You too.
2: Love you, BP. Later on. Happy birthday, you freaking beaved son of a bitch. <laughs>
6: <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'm going to take a little break here and we am going to come back. And um, we're just going to do some stuff here. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to save this. You just listen to Maximum Threshold Radio
5: Show. It is live every Saturday night,
1: 8 p.m. to wherever the fuck they shut up. So today, it is pointless to
3: resist